Hello, and welcome back to Let's Topic About It. I'm Emma, your host. This is a podcast where I hop on to chat alone or with a guest about a topic that has been heavy on my mind. Recently, I've also been taking the time to find Reddit posts that are relevant to the topic at hand, and I found it to be really fun. So I hope you guys have been enjoying that as well. Please let me know. And uh, whether weird or wonderful, uncomfortable or familiar, I'm ready to chat about it. So let's get started. I thought I'd revisit our first topic, cleaning tips and tricks, but this time look at some recommendations from folks on Reddit. So before we get started, you can find any links and resources in the show notes and feel free to follow Let's Topic About It on Instagram by the same name and make sure to email Let's Topic About It podcast at gmail.com with any topics you want me to cover as well as any stories you have to share to be featured. And today, I think what we're going to be doing is looking at cleaning procrastination and making cleaning less overwhelming specific. Uh, Because last time it was just some random questions here and there and me answering them as my my knowledge and expertise as a professional made. But this time we're going to look at like, how do you even get started? What are some things to motivate yourself and what are things to keep you on track? So let's go ahead and get started. So the thread that we're going to be looking at is from Top Ramen 713 and it's titled Roomba Method and it's under the ADHD cleaning tips and tricks uh, thread and I'm going to be linking this in the show notes so you can find the entire thread and read all of it. It's, It's super expansive so I highly recommend checking that out if this is something that you'd be interested in looking into. But Uh, outside of ADHD, I think these are great tips for literally anybody who struggles with procrastinating with cleaning or uh, people who find cleaning to be extremely overwhelming. So we're going to go ahead and look at Top Ramen's post, the original post to this thread. So they wrote, I finally discovered a way to clean that works for me. First, caffeinate heavily. Second, put on headphones and a bunch of podcasts. Third, start cleaning and putting shit away. Doesn't matter where, when you come across something that needs to be put away in a different room, go to that room, put it away, and start cleaning that room until you find something that needs to be put away in a different room again. Rinse and repeat. This has two major advantages for me. First, I clean everything relatively equally instead of just deep cleaning and getting stuck in one area. Second, I'm constantly moving, which keeps things interesting for me. Anyone else have any tips for cleaning? So what I do like about this is certainly a ritual is involved with getting ready to clean. Most people think, okay, I have to be in the, like, I have to just go and clean. I have to be in the mood to clean. No, you really have to hype yourself up. Even me, a professional maid, has to have their little ritual in the morning, right, to get myself in the mood and mentally prepared to go cleaning. Because cleaning, no matter if it's somebody else's house or your own house, can be daunting. And this person says that they first caffeinate themselves heavily and you know what that's just part of the ritual you don't need to do that personally but if it works for you it works for you that it gets this person ready to clean then they say they put on headphones and a bunch of podcasts podcasts audiobooks youtube videos uh, with commentary 
You can even listen to music. Those are all great ways to motivate yourself and make cleaning more interesting because one of the main things I find that stops people from cleaning is it's so boring. Like the how boring it is is daunting. Like you're not going to be doing anything specifically interesting. You know what you're going to be doing for the next 30 minutes to four hours, right? You're just going to be cleaning. So why not put on something that's actually intellectually stimulating to you and interesting to you so that you can, you know, I don't know, just get in the zone easier. So uh, they say third, they start cleaning and putting shit away. So the way that I interpret this is just like picking a room and then going around in that room and trying to find items that don't belong in that room and like moving them towards the door maybe or putting them away in the room uh, where they belong uh, and then other items putting near the door or something. So it doesn't matter where. I guess, I guess that, I mean, I guess it kind of matters, but it, I, I think the point is, like, just, just get it done, right? And then when you come across something that needs to be put away in a different room, go to that room and put it away and start cleaning in that room until you find something that needs to be put in a different room again. That step makes me concerned because you could get really off topic and really lose interest in another room. I would say stay in one room and make like a, uh, what do they call it, a doom basket of just random things from the room that go into other rooms and put that by the door and that way you can kind of do a tornado around the room and clean it. But if this person likes to mix it up and that's how they keep themselves on task and keep themselves interested in cleaning, then by all means, if they're getting it done in a time frame they enjoy, then it's go time, baby, keep keep doing it. If it's If it's not broken, don't fix it. So I think, I think this overall is a great uh, method, especially if you have a smaller space. And I think this is also great if you are uh, more ADHD or ADD or just a more uh, one of those people that just needs to be more intellectually stimulated, I guess. So I think this is a great method. And if you've been trying every other method and you, you're hearing this and you're like, this is new to me, maybe try this. This might be the one for you. Who knows? We'll see. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. So the next post on this thread that caught my eye was from crazy underscore animal mama. And they wrote, I have a couple of suggestions, things that help me. They're not perfect. And sometimes we do just have to get, uh, suck it up, but anything that helps. So hopefully that makes sense. I think what they were trying to say is like sometimes you just have to suck it up and just get cleaning. But uh, they wrote, number one, fold each item as I take it out of the dryer, set in piles on the dryer to be put away. Number two, don't think of laundry as a task that has a beginning and an end. It's a cycle. Just determine the next step in the cycle. When you do that step, it's completed. So this person is specifically talking about laundry, and I think that's important because so many people are super daunted by laundry. Laundry is so scary to them. So let's see what else they have to say. We tend to struggle, or at least I do, with never-ending tasks. I hate them with a passion. So instead, what is the next step? When I complete a step, I can move on, either to another task or another step. An example... I put clothes in the dryer equals task complete. Now I can go do something else or do another laundry task. I put clothes in the wash equals task complete. So I can't put clothes in the dryer if I haven't completed the folding what's in the dryer step. So I like what this person is saying 
how they compartmentalize laundry as a cycle. It's the same thing with dishes. And I always find that if somebody likes doing dishes, they don't like doing the laundry. And if they don't like doing the laundry, they usually like doing the dishes. I'm somebody who hates doing the dishes, so I use this method with dishes personally. Laundry I love. I love how cyclical laundry is, and I think it's delightful. I hate doing the dishes, so I really have to compartmentalize. I'll say, okay, the washer is done, so now I have to unload the washer. If I don't unload the washer, I can't wash the dishes to load the washer. And it's the whole cycle. So the three steps for me would be wash the dishes, load the dishwasher, wait for it, and then empty it. So I have to compartmentalize it like this. This person is breaking it into tinier pieces and making it so you get a little win each time you do one part of the puzzle. And I think that that's a really good idea because you need to pat yourself on the back every step of the way to make it to the whole entire end of the journey, right? So if you are somebody who gets really uh, nerve-wracked about doing laundry or dishes or any other kind of cyclical task where there's multiple steps and it's never-ending, I think compartmentalizing this into little successes can be really helpful to you. So I really like this post personally. The next post in this thread that caught my eye was from a user called golden underscore face underscore and they wrote, I work one room at a time. Usually I make a list of each room and write what needs to be done there. Uh, in parentheses, dust, vacuum, put X away, etc. In parentheses. At first I thought my list was useless because I know exactly what to do but it really helps me to stay on task. I tend to jump from room to room and end up with an even bigger mess than when I started. Even if it takes me a while to finish one room it feels good to cross it off my list. I love this method. I think this is a great method for people who have a hard time uh, staying on task and get a little bit scattered when they're overwhelmed. I'm one of those people so I like to stay in one room at a time and I think it's great to create a little list of things that you want done and goals that you have for that room so that way you can cross them off give yourself that instant gratification, give yourself that pat on the back that you deserve. And then if you finish it all and you still have a little bit of energy, you can maybe, you know, create a new goal while you're in that room. So I really like this one because it makes a realistic uh, expectation for what you need done in this room. And also you can always come back to a list too. So if you have like a bathroom list and you've got 10 things on the list and one day you only get five things done, you can always come back tomorrow and do the other five things, you know? It's not like the list needs to be done today. So I think that this is a really good method for people who want to clean but end up getting off track and then they get really scattered and all over the place and nervous and anxious and then they don't want to clean anymore. So I really like this post by golden underscore face underscore. So these next two I'm going to put together kind of, they're kind of short, so I'm going to just read them off consecutively and then just talk about each one. So the first one is from creative-head-1769, and they wrote, Owned a house for nine years, and the only time I was successful was with the stress of knowing people were coming over. Other than that, meds, lol. So that's I love that one. And the other one is from Dakubob, and they wrote, Yeah, hire a cleaning service if you can afford it. I have someone who comes just a couple hours every other week but it's amazing how much they get done in that time. So I want to talk about Creative Head 1769 first. 
that is a vibe. Some people I know in real life actually invite people over to get themselves anxious enough that they will force themselves to actually get the tasks done in their house they wanted to get done. And hey, you know what? Whatever works. But I think maybe uh, that might cause a little bit too much stress. But I think that's funny. I think everybody can relate to that one. I think everybody at some point has invited somebody over and gone, oh my god, I need to clean. So I think that was really funny. And then Daku Bob, uh, I think, has a great point. If you have the means and you can afford to, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a professional maid with my own business, I think hiring a cleaning service just to help you get it manageable initially even is a great idea because let's say you've gotten it out of hand. Like you, you haven't cleaned any room in your house for months and you've picked up the clutter but you just don't want to actually clean it because that's so overwhelming hiring a cleaner can be great because you can have them come they clean it's a clean slate for you and you don't even need to have them come back frequently you could have them come back every few months as long as you get it to a point where it's more manageable and less stressful then you can focus on each room individually and keep it maintained over time or you know if you do have the means for it and you like it and it makes your life less stressful keep having a cleaner come I will warn though, there's a lot of cleaning services and companies that will try to convince you that you need a clean every week or every two weeks. The majority of the time I find personally, most of my clients only need a clean once a month, maybe once every two months. There are certain clients that I'm like, okay, I need to come back every two weeks, but really it's extraordinarily rare. There's only one person I can think of that I have as a client who I legitimately think should have me come weekly. And it's just not common. Like you really don't need somebody to come super often. But again, it can really, really help take the edge off of the responsibilities and make it far less stressful when you do have to clean. And if you do have the means, by all means, go for it, do it. I think it's a great point. So this next tip comes from subspace underscore H. It's from the same thread. I'm still on the same thread if you were wondering. And they wrote, I have added a method called, quote unquote, thresholding. I set a timer and work in a room, kitchen for example, and if something doesn't belong in the kitchen, I put it at the threshold of the room. That way it can be out of the way while I continue working in the kitchen. Sure, that pile of stuff at the threshold often turns into a doom basket, but that's a problem for a later tornado. And I think this is excellent. I think they have a great point. If you are focusing on one room at a time and you're finding things in that room that don't belong in that room, you need to remove that clutter before you can actually effectively clean in that room. So having a basket while you're cleaning to put all those items into and put all the clutter in that room that belongs in that room in their appropriate places before cleaning can really help streamline and make cleaning less debilitatingly anxiety inducing so I highly recommend this method for people who get really anxious when they see a lot of things and it's true you can always pop it in a basket and get to it tomorrow like it's not like you need to do it right away and if you have a cleaning schedule like my tip in the first episode about cleaning uh, and you have like uh, you know bathrooms on Friday and living room on Monday and you know you can you know, do the the uh, room that you have on a schedule and then move that doom basket when you're done to the n- next room that you're going to be working in and, you know, put things away and put things in the doom basket as you go. 
And I think that that really helps compartmentalize and make cleaning and decluttering and uh, putting things in the appropriate places way less anxiety inducing. So I really like this tip from subspace underscore H. Okay, so I really like this next one because I think it's very cute, but also I agree with the sentiment and the tip that this has to offer. Chocolate chip cookie, I love the name by the way, wrote, I like cleaning with my robot vacuum because it feels almost like having a body double. Like, if it's rolling around vacuuming, I throw on some tunes, and it's like a cleaning party. So much easier to get things done when you have company, even if it's a dumb little robot that gets stuck on rugs. Yes, agree. I think that cleaning is best done with at least another person. Uh, Unless you're somebody who gets social anxiety, I think having a teammate or at least somebody in in the room with you uh, can make cleaning way less... Uh, daunting and it can make it way less boring because you have like for example if you have a a cleaning partner or you have even just like a client or a friend in the room with you while you're cleaning you have somebody to talk to you have somebody to get opinions from you can you know chat about other things that are more interesting to you while you're cleaning and in the case of having a little vacuum it's just cute I don't know you just have a little guy helping you and you can probably name your vacuum and just make a little conversation it's kind of like having a pet in the room when you're cleaning it just makes it a little bit more enjoyable because there's another uh, creature in the room with you so I just I think this is really cute and I also think that the sentiment is true that it's much easier to clean if you have something to distract you like a person and you guys can talk about something that's actually interesting instead of just focusing on how boring the cleaning is, you know? Uh, and and again, they, they also mentioned putting on some tunes and I think that is a super, super big hack that like maids don't tell people about. If you've ever had a maid come over and clean for you and you were wondering why they have their headphones in, it's bro, it's because we're dancing. We are listening to our tunes, we are cleaning your house, and we are getting it done, and we don't even notice that we're cleaning because we are just partying it up. So making it into something fun is definitely the move, and I think Chocolate Chip Cookie knows what the fuck is up. Thank you for your tip, Chocolate Chip Cookie, and also you have an adorable name, and I love this post. This next post on the thread, I love that the username matches, like, the the theme of their post, but Comfortable Bedroom 78 posted I have two methods number one get on the phone with a friend I can talk to for a while I'm distracted enough that I can start folding laundry and putting it away or just start tidying once the motivation is started I can usually keep going and clean a whole room number two I found this on wikiHow I fix the bed first then cover with a sheet and pile everything that doesn't belong on the bed or as much of it that will fit Throw out garbage, put things away in the right places until the bed is clear again, rinse and repeat until the room looks tidy. Last step is to vacuum or sweep. I do the same for the kitchen except instead of a a bed. I use a table to pile everything on. So they didn't mention the the instead of a bed part, but like I wanted to clarify what they were saying. Uh, So they're saying instead of using a bed in the kitchen they're using the counter and this can go for anything like if you have a big ottoman in your living room for example you could probably utilize that as well or uh, you could use I don't know like a couch or something in a family room and in the dining room you got the table I think that these are great tips so the first one again it's back to the last the last post we just talked about and it's back to my whole theme 
find something that's fun to do while you're cleaning, something that's interesting and intellectually stimulating and socially stimulating, and something that makes it not a chore and makes it into an event or a party. The more you can harness that energy of like fun and social activity, the more you're going to have an easier time getting started and getting in the zone. And then the second tip I love, because you can put everything on the bed and visualize it and see everything out in front of you. You have everything clear so you can start cleaning the, all the essentials and then you can put away everything else and like make it all tidy and clean things as you put them away. So I think this is a great tip, honestly. I really like this one a lot and I think it's just a, a, great, a great one. So thank you Comfortable Bedroom 78. I love that your uh, name Comfortable Bedroom 78 matches your tip about putting things on a bed. That's awesome. Uh, and thank you for sharing on this post. It's it's really delightful. I've had a really good time reading everybody's posts and all of their tips and tricks and things that work for them. As as uh, motivation can be really hard to find during cleaning, especially if you do have ADHD. And this thread is specific to ADHD, but it's really it's really hard to get started for anybody, honestly. And if you find help in this, whether or not you have ADHD, you know. I'm just glad that we have resources out there to, you know, help people uh, talk about how difficult it can be to do everyday things. I thought I'd revisit our first topic, cleaning tips and tricks, but this time look at some recommendations from folks on Reddit. So before we get started, you can find any links and resources in the show notes and feel free to follow Let's Topic About It on Instagram by the same name and make sure to email Let's Topic About It podcast at gmail.com with any topics you want me to cover as well as any stories you have to share to be featured. And today, I think what we're going to be doing is looking at cleaning procrastination and making cleaning less overwhelming specific. Uh, Because last time it was just some random questions here and there and me answering them as my my knowledge and expertise as a professional made. But this time we're going to look at like, how do you even get started? What are some things to motivate yourself and what are things to keep you on track? So let's go ahead and get started. So I just wanted to add this in. Did you know that I'm using a free platform to record this podcast? Anchor is an excellent resource to create a beautiful and professional podcast from your web browser. They also have the added benefit that you can earn sponsorships and monetization of your podcasts with little to no listenership. And they're also kind enough to publish your podcast across a wide range of streaming platforms. So try them out for yourself and please do let me know what your experience with Anchor went because I personally really enjoy it. So I would love to hear your experience. But I thought I'd throw that in at the end just in case you guys were interested in making your own podcast. All right. Bye. Bye.